Welcome to the Dag Hilled Mills Podcast. May you be anointed as you listen to transformative preaching and down-to-earth teaching by Dag Hilled Mills. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week. God bless you. Enjoy the message. Hallelujah. Oh, why don't you put your hands together for Jesus? Oh, do it better for the Lord. Oh, it's for Jesus. It's for Jesus. Do it better for Jesus. Hallelujah. We are grateful to God for another Sunday morning. And we thank God for this year. That is our year of the Great Commission. And I believe that as we go out to serve God and to win souls, the greatest promise of God that his presence will be with us is going to work powerful miracles in our lives. God is going to give us divine provision. The presence of God is going to protect us. If you believe it, shout amen. So I'm going to read out our first testimony um, from one first lover. Amen. In December 2014, it was a season of difficulties for my husband and I. He was about to lose his job. There was crisis at his workplace that resulted in his loss in the loss of products valued at half a dollars. They needed someone to take the fall, and my husband fitted the bill perfectly. There was no legitimate reason for it. We prayed about it, and in that same season, Prophet had a convention at the Kodesh. He was raising funds for the building of the Kadesh, and my husband told me he felt if he felt led to sow an amount of money that we got from the naming of our second child into the building of the Kadesh. Two months later, the perpetrators were found and dismissed. These people were the ones setting up my husband to be fired. My husband was reinstated, and at the time, we were believing God that he would be transferred, and he was transferred from his department. God being with us and God being so good, five years down the line, He's working at this department and there was much difficulty in the company and my husband was called in to step in. And because of the kind of help he gave the company, he was awarded a huge sum of money, which I cannot disclose for personal reasons. However, I can mention that he received a gift voucher of 5,000 cities. That's the one she could mention. But the the actual money, that's the kind of blessing you are receiving this year. As you attend to God's job, as you get to the Father's business, God is also taking care of your business in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. And prophet prophesied that we will see strange things happening. And I believe that is what has started for me. I thank God for what he's doing and what he's continuing to do in our lives. And I want to say thank you to prophet for leading us to work for God. Amen. Give the Lord a mighty shout of praise. And for our second testimony, let's receive Patricia Joy. She's a member of the Dancing Stars. As she shares of how God divinely provided for her. I see God supplying something only God can do for you. Amen. Patricia, what's your testimony about? Hallelujah. Amen. My testimony is about how God miraculously gave me a job. Wow. Yeah, so um, on 23rd December last year, I was having a conversation with L.P. Lois. Um, it was just a normal chat and she was asking me so what's going on with you now and I told her I was looking for a job and she told me that she knew somebody who was looking to apply um, sorry, employ people okay. so I was like okay then she said she would contact the person and get back to me and she said I should remind her so I mean we just talked and then we went home so on 24th when we came to church prophet prayed 
He prayed for all those who didn't have jobs. So we should come forward and I made the altar call in front. Yes. For all those who didn't have jobs. Yes. And you didn't have a job at that time. No. So you came forward. Yes. So I came forward. I received the prayer and I believed it and I went home. So on Monday morning, LP Lois sent me a text that um, I should call the lady. So I called her. When I called her, she told me that she has already sent out the um, advertisements. She has gotten the people she wants. She has interviewed them. Oh. And today they are going to start their training and everything. So it's like I'm late. It's too late. So I didn't hang up. I just said, oh, mercy. <laughs> when I said mercy, she was like, but you don't worry. Bring your CV. And then she added that it doesn't mean she has employed me. So I said, okay. Then I went. She was at Joe and Amapokwase. And their training was supposed to start at 9. This call was around 7.45. So I dressed up and I went. When I got there, the training had already started. And she told me to join. After the training... You don't have the job. And you are coming to... You came late. And what did she say? She told me to join. So after the training... To join the people being trained. Yes. After the training, she told me that it still doesn't mean that I have the job. So the training was a one-week training. I went... And then on the Saturday, we're supposed to write something like a test. So we wrote it. And she said, based on the test results and everything, we would get the job. So I was waiting to be called. So Monday, I waited, no call. Tuesday, I was still waiting. And on Tuesday, she called me to come to her office. When I went to her office, she told me that I had gotten the job. And that was it. I started work on Wednesday morning. Did some of the people who you were being trained with not get a job? Yes. Give the Lord a shout of praise. You may have arrived late, but the grace of God is coming through for you in Jesus' mighty name. Some of you were expected to enter this year with your beloved, and it looks like it's late, but God's grace is coming through for you in Jesus' name. So Patricia, what do you have to say? So I want to tell everybody that we should listen to the prayers, we should believe them, because they are really working practically for us. And I want to thank prophets for always praying for us. We are grateful. Amen. Put your hands together for that powerful testimony. As we receive honesty, she's a member of the Greater Love Gospel Choir. As she shares of how God delivered her from misfortune. Amen. Do it better for her. Keep clapping. The Bible says, Paul said, brethren, pray for us. Everybody needs prayers. If the Apostle Paul needed prayers, then I put it to you that he needs prayers. Amen. And I said, what has God done for you? Um, God has delivered me from a snake bite. Wow. How did it happen? Okay, so on Sunday 29th, we came here and Bishop led us to pray about snake. And already I've been having dreams of snake in my room. Sometimes... It's like the snake is around. I'll snap, I'll scan the room, but I didn't see anything. Then I'll sleep. So that Sunday, I used that uh, prayer topic as my personal prayer topic, and I was praying with it throughout the week. So on Thursday, I did the same thing, and in the morning, I was going to fetch water. When I, I took my bucket, I hung it this way, went out to fetch the water. <laughs> You hang this which way? This way, like a handbag. This way. <laughs> it's common. Don't so say, hey, like you don't, don't you use bucket to fetch water here? So I don't know. What's your problem? You hang it this way. Yes. You went to the tap. What but, happened there? When I was about to turn on the tap, I saw a snake in the bucket. Hey. <laughs> the yes. bucket you were hanging this way. Yes. There was a snake in. Yes. What color was the snake? Black. A black snake was in the bucket she was hanging this way. 
And you said you've been having, I think she couldn't explain yes. it. But she said she's been having these strange feelings like she's going to be attacked by a snake. Sometimes she'll wake up in the middle of the night and just scan the room. And she didn't know what exactly it was. But when she came to church and Prophet was leading us to pray, and Prophet mentioned snakes, said, hey, this thing. So she kept praying about the snake, kept praying about it. And you said you wanted to thank God. Yes, I want to thank God for saving my life, for delivering me. And... Now you are safe. I'm safe. The I'm snake safe. has been discovered. Yes. So what did you do when you found the snake? I screamed. So people came to kill it. I couldn't even, I was shivering. So they came to kill the snake. And I want to thank the prophet for leading us. I, I couldn't have even prayed like that, but I did it. And I want to thank him so much. I'm very grateful. Thank Amen. You. Put your hands together for that powerful testimony. Amen. And let's finally receive Joel Patu from Ashaiman as he shares his testimony of how God delivered him to do it better for him as he comes keep clapping, keep clapping, keep clapping God is preserving your life this week and this year in Jesus mighty name, Amen Amen. Joel, what has God done for you? Okay, my name is Joel and I'm the center director for Ashama Newtown so <laughs> I want to thank God for delivering me from demonic attacks through the prayers and laying of hands from prophet Bishop Dagwood Mills so it all started when um, I was five years old. I felt sick. And I went to sleep in one of our members' house. And I, in, in a vision, I saw that my hands and my legs were tied up spiritually. Your hands? Yeah, my hands and, and your my legs. legs. <laughs> were tied spiritually yeah, in yeah. a vision. Yeah, I saw like... You were sleeping in somebody's house. Yes. And you had a vision. Yeah. Your hands and your legs were tied. <laughs> And what happened? From that time, I started having encounters with demons and witches. Um, actually, from that time, whenever I sleep, I'll see myself sleeping in a cemetery. Like in a vision, I'll see myself sleeping in a cemetery. In, and it all happened for five years. I'll see myself in witch camps, in dark places. So... It, it went on and on. And, and you were telling me it affected your studies too. Yeah, it affected my studies. Actually, I was among the best students in solidarity. Yeah, one of the best students. But after I slept in that uh, member's church, I started having encounters with demons. And I started failing my exams. So class five, um, my daddy went to join a group. A group which is not of God. Yeah. And... My mom told my daddy, this is what I'm going through, but my daddy didn't believe it. And in that same year, 2005, um, a woman died in her house, and this woman started attacking me. Whenever I'm going to write an exam, this woman will come and stand here, stand at my table, and I'm the only person who can see her. Yeah. Then you'll fail the exam. I'll fail my Automatically, exams. if you come to write an exam, and a woman who died some time ago appears... And it happened all through your yeah, schooling. Yeah, true. I started failing my exams. And what happened when you went to the university? When I went into the um, university. Did it continue? Yeah, it continued. And my mom started sending me to um, pastors. And any time a man of God prays for me, that man of God will be in trouble. Yeah, when I go and sleep, the demons will call that um, man of God and they will kill him. Yeah. <laughs> And, and how did you come to First Love Church? Okay. <laughs> okay. Pastor Solomon invited me to the 
First Love Church. Pastor Solomon in the Tamar region. Yeah, Tamar region. Invited you to First Love. To First Love Church. The first time, I told her I won't come. The second time, he came, I told her I will not come. But the third time, he invited me, I said, okay, let's go. So when I came to the church, I saw Daddy preaching. And Daddy was shining. He was shining. He was glorious. It's not like this light that we're upon him, but he was shining. And I was asking myself, who is this man? That was what I was saying. And if you ask me, the preacher preach that he preached that day, I can't remember. But Daddy was shining. The next Sunday too, he was still shining. I was like, ah, who, who, who is this? Who is this man? So, level 200, um, I, I was about to commit suicide. Yeah, because I was doing a lot of things in the church. I was a basanta leader. I was in charge of the media. I was part of the dancing stars. And my friends... <laughs> And my friends who were in the world were passing their exams. But me doing all this work, I was still failing. And you were telling me at the, at the 31st all night, what happened? 31st all night, Daddy led us to pray. And Daddy told us that he was going to lay hands. And I, actually, my brother was sitting beside me, Clinton. And I told him, hey, Bishop Doug is going to lay his hands on us. <laughs> I said, hey, so you came said, forward for the blessing. prayer. Yes. And what happened? So I told God that when daddy lays his hands on me, this kind of demonic attacks should be over. And I'll give a testimony. Yeah, that's what I told God. So daddy uh, was laying his hands on everybody and it reached me. And then daddy lays his hands on me and then he watched me in a way I didn't understand. And I went outside. When I went outside, I saw that my head started burning was full of fire like Ben I couldn't stand it and from that day to now I've never had any encounter with demons yes. what about the woman the woman who died the one who appears when you're writing exams <laughs> she didn't come again you've not seen her again yeah, yeah she, she and didn't what come happened again. to your your grades yeah and when I was in the university I never had an A even though I was one of the best students when I learn and I go and sit I'll forget and in the paper that I'm expecting A plus I'll get either D or F. Or I'll trail. Yeah, that was what was going on. But after Daddy laid the sense on me, I started seeing some A's in most of my people. Give the Lord a shout of praise. Every yoke in your life will be broken today in Jesus' mighty name. As you come in contact with the anointing, the Bible says that the yoke will be broken by reason of the anointing. Amen. So, Joe, are you grateful to God? I'm very grateful. Amen. Amen. So, I want to tell everybody to, be, to believe in the prayers that Daddy always leaves, leaves us. And there is power in the church. God bless you. Daddy, Amen. God bless you. Amen. Put your hands together for that powerful testimony. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father, thank you for the chance we have to be here. We could be dead, but we are alive. We are thanking you for this opportunity. Lead us in this time, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Now, everybody settle down, please. Um, What have we been listening to, preaching about? Different things, isn't it? But 
you must know that you must get the books because I'm preaching from the books so last week I was preaching from neutralize the curse how to neutralize curse from chapter 1 today I'm back onto fathering and sons I see here four types of sons so let's look at that four types of sons or daughters alright number one prodigal son What is a prodigal son? A prodigal son is someone who goes away from his father and his father's house. He said a certain man had two sons and the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portions of goods that falleth to me. And he divided unto them his living. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together and took his journey to a far country and there wasted his substance on riotous living. Amen. So, there these four types of sons or daughters you must know about and decide not to be the wrong type of son. Amen. Now, what is the main characteristic of this um, child? Number one is that the prodigal son goes away, physically, away from his father. All right? Now, when you come to church, Right, and you, you want to choose to sit at the back when you can sit at the front. It shows prodigal symptoms are in you. Mercy. Yes. It shows that prodigal symptoms are working because you have a tendency to go away. Do you see? Look at the verse on the screen. Luke 15 says, and not many days after, the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country. So, as far away as possible. The same thing goes for uh, many, of, many of you at a home with your parents. You are if you are at home with your parents, you always choose to be away from their presence. Do you see? Hello? Yes. You choose to be away, far from where your parents are. So, why is that? Something in you wants to go away. From their presence. For whatever reason. They are boring. They are old. They are wicked. They talk too much. They are. They don't understand things. (laughs) Do you see? I'm just saying that. There's this tendency to go away. The tendency to move away. Do you understand? It's what I'm talking about. 
and it is in one of the types of the four types of sons. I'm preaching from the book, is you have one, four types of sons. <laughs> I hope you realize that. All right? So, another way you see the prodigal nature or prodigality and in trees, what, what does it mean literally? What does it mean? A child who spoils things. You see, the child who spoils things. So you wouldn't know how you spoil things by this behavior, just going away. Okay? Now, another one of the prodigal things is when you have a chance or a choice to be near, you go far. Or if the person comes near to where you are, you move further. Do you understand? So sometimes we are having a conference or a camp right next to where you are. You will not come there. You can also be a prodigal bishop. There are certain bishops you've never seen them here before. Even though there are bishops in the church. Mercy. They are all in Accra or around Accra. They will, they will not come here. But you see certain people coming. But others who are even near, they never come. So that spirit. They are all sons. I'm not saying they are not sons. But sons are different. They have different types. Do you see? Okay. So choose to be a certain type of son. Okay. So when, when, when your first reaction is to step away. You see, maybe you can't afford to be... Uh, you can't, the way it is, you are near your father. But as soon as the opportunity comes, Charlie, see you later, alligator. In a while, crocodile. As soon as you have a chance. I'm just trying for you to see in yourself because it is not easy to see yourself. It's not easy to see aspects of your body even. Sometimes you need two or three mirrors to see certain parts of your body. And you'll be surprised what it looks like if you were to see certain aspects. So, mercy. (laughs) But what I'm saying is that God himself is showing you by the mystery of his word how you are like and what you are like. Another way you see prodigality is where when you are in the presence of your father or a father, you are quiet. But when you are in the presence of other people, you are talking. But as soon as you are in the presence of your father, you go away from him in your heart. So even though you are next to him, you are quiet because in your heart, you, don't, you are not there. Your heart is not there, your mind is not there, and your spirit is not there. So then you see that you are just waiting to go away from his presence. That's why for me, I'm not so keen on, I mean, greetings. So this one says he's coming. This one says he's going. This one says he's coming. This one says he's come. This one says he's going. You know, that is not fellowship. When you report that you've come and report that you are leaving. I'm traveling tomorrow. I've arrived. It's, it's, it's just a formality. And I, I'm not into formalities. I'm into realities. 
Now, the next is the prodigal son, okay, wastes his opportunities. Now, Luke 15, verse 13. It says, he took his journey into a far country and wasted his substance. His substance was his opportunity. Life is made up of opportunities. You know, that God gives us. Especially things that are being given or organized by God. Those are, those are things that God is placing in your hand, in your care. You know, I had a meeting before we started church. I didn't know who they were. And they said, oh, we are people that couldn't go to school and you paid our fees. I said, I didn't even know that I paid your fees. But you organized for our, our, all our fees to be paid. That's how we are in the university. So we have all come together to say hello. Now, some of you, your fees are paid, but you don't know that your fees are paid. You think it is just to be paid automatically. A lot of people have no, fee, no money to pay school fees. They are not moving one step forward because there is no money to pay any fees. So there are many opportunities that when you are a spoiled brat, you don't even know that this is an opportunity. So you waste the chance you have. You waste the chance you have. Alright? And many, many people waste the chance. And sometimes you don't get many chances in life. Sometimes you're going to get only one chance. Sometimes there's a second chance. Sometimes there's a third chance. But sometimes you're just having one chance. And if you toy with it, that's it. He wasted his substance. So by the time he came back home, the father told the older brother, all that I have is thine. Every goat, every cow, every pig, everything is yours because he has nothing. So, don't waste your opportunity. Some of you, you know, you are science students. You are science students. But you had to do arts. Some of you, you are art students who would have done certain things. But you didn't do well in school. It was your opportunity. And people who go to university as grown-ups are different from people who go to university when they are growing up. It's not the same. Yes. My wife told me she was going to school when she was in the law school with grown-ups. Fathers and uncles, big, big people. They were all coming to school. They were now doing law. Mercy. Because you have the chance that you didn't. Do you see? Yeah. Marriage also is like that. Sometimes you have a good chance. Somebody good comes to you. But you don't know the difference between good and bad. You don't know the difference between... There are different types of brothers. We have good brothers who 
are first of all faithful. There are brothers who can't be faithful. They can't. They can't. It's true. Yes. You must know that. The people are not the same. Because sometimes of the background or what they have tasted, it's very difficult to be faithful. And such a person has to marry somebody with that understanding. Yes. <laughs> Otherwise, you are going to be unhappy from the beginning to the end. Yes. Some cannot. They cannot. They will not. <laughs> Shant. Mercy. Yeah. It depends on the type of person God is bringing to you. That's the reality. And you get one chance and you got it and you mess it up. Many times I've seen brothers who, not once, not twice, I've seen sisters reject this type of faithful brothers. And do you know why? They said they are boring. Yes, they said they are boring. It's true. They want somebody exciting. Yeah. No, I'm telling you, you know, my preaching is based on my interactions and my experiences in the church as a pastor for 35 years. It's not based on, like, I'm not imagining the things. How would I know all these things? Sometimes when I preach, you ask yourself, how would I know all these things? Yes. Yeah, it's boring. They, they want somebody more exciting and dangerous. Like that. <laughs> Because danger, danger is thrilling. That's why some films are called thrillers. It's a thriller because there's danger in the film. Yeah. Yes. We have opportunities in the church to minister. If we take our stars, I gave them all great opportunities. But they didn't take it seriously. I shouldn't preach about real things. I should preach about things that are not real. That's why you don't see. You don't see them anymore. Yeah. Because they've lost their chance. Yeah. You know, every Sunday after church, if there's, let's say, uh, 100% of time after church, I would spend about 70% of the time with the stars. Yes. Do you remember? Yeah. Stars were like special people. I was always talking to the stars. I'm talking about from Legon time. Yeah. Always. That was a special chance for them. But they didn't, they didn't, they didn't value it. Mercy. A prodigal son. So they, are, they were prodigal daughters and sons. Yes. Because they wasted 
opportunities that were given to them. That's why you see new stars. Yes. New people are always a sign. Of course, we must always have new people, but it's often because certain people did not value the opportunities that they had and were thrown away. You know what? Something God told me some time ago. He told me that I am a replacement of somebody. I am a replacement of somebody. Yes. And I believe everybody is a replacement of somebody. Yes. There are people who could have financed me in the ministry. They didn't finance me. God raised up replacements to finance and to do things. Yes. Amazing. You'll never be replaced again. But you know, this, this type of preaching, right? I'm not trying to prophesy good things. I'm trying to give you deep warnings. You must really be alert. Because I believe this is a year for neutralizing cases. Yes. Now, I really believe that things are a certain way because of the presence of cases. So, I'm really trying to, and I can see after 35 years of being, 35 years and a half of 70, eh? Of being with the same people, you can see why things are a certain way. Yes. It, it doesn't really, it doesn't, it doesn't work. And what I'm trying to say is, if you take a chick, I told you about those day, day old chicks. The pastor brought, bought, he was doing business and he fed them and they remained small like this. Now, I think some people even eat them when they are small like that. Because I went once to a restaurant and they said something about baby chicken. Or, I, I don't know the name they use. Some, you know, this psychedelic name they have in restaurants. And when the chicken came, I mean, if there's a plate, it was small. The whole chicken was small one like this. So I don't know whether it's one of those day old chicks that didn't grow. That they, they were calling baby chicken. The whole chicken is small like this. You, 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 you would think that now that I've got my MBA, I'm going to now really rise. Now that I've got a job at stand, Standard Chartered, I'm, I'm, I'm now going to sail. Now that, now that, now that, now that I've, I've, I've got a, I'm working at UNICEF. I, I, yes, it is good. You see that it is not still working. And then you notice people keep changing jobs. Changing jobs. Because let me try changing the job. Maybe it's going to be the answer, but still doesn't seem to be the answer. So, do not waste, waste the positions. Now, when you have a position, you are in charge of this. Do this, do this, do this. Don't waste it. Don't waste it. When you have a chance to do something, don't waste it. Don't waste your opportunities. One day I was in London. Shall I tell you something? Uh, you'll be there soon. Now, one day I was in London. I remember it was cold many years ago. And uh, I had a meeting with some pastors. And then I, I shared with them certain things. Now, Many years later, 
I was with one of the pastors who was at that meeting, but I didn't even remember that he was at that meeting. We we're not many, let's say 15 people. I don't think we were even 20 maximum. He showed me house after house after house that he owned. He said, when we had that meeting, I didn't own anything. I didn't have anything. But what you said, I took it seriously. He said, this is my house. This is my house. This is my house. This is my house. Yes, he showed me different, different, different. Yes, he said, that meeting, that was all. Yes, he said, I owe you a house. Yeah. So, brothers and sisters, that meeting was an opportunity. But I'm sure some people will come away from the meeting and say, what does he know about whatever? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, don't waste your chance to be here. Some of you are in the first love church. You still don't know how the church works. The day you are sent as a missionary, you'll be floundering and choking. Because you were here, but you never got into the work itself. You just came to listen to preaching and go back. But you never got yourself, plugged yourself deep into the ministry. You're wasting your opportunity to do everything that there is. There is no department that you shouldn't work. Everywhere you get a chance, you must be there. You got a chance to count offerings. Instead of counting it humbly, you are stealing it. Yes. I mean, you see, you are turning the opportunity into a curse. If you want to steal, at least not from the church, not from God's house. When the curse is more, I think it's more. Yes. You know, President Bush, I think he was at a meeting. And somebody got up and took his shoes and threw the shoes at, at him. You know, later on, I was reading the sentence that they gave the guy. <laughs> now, how many of you have thrown your shoes at something or somebody before? Raise your hand. Have you been sentenced for that before? So, depending on who you do the thing to, the result may be different. So, if you want to steal and steal from God, be careful. We want to criticize or to speak. Speak well. Depending on the person you are speaking about, you'll be surprised what will happen to you. So, brothers and sisters, a prodigal son is someone who wastes his opportunities, his life. You'll never be wasted. Every boy you sleep with and play with is wasting you wasting you. Yes, you are gradually becoming cheaper. Never think you are beautiful because a lot of boys have stopped. Watch it. A lot of people eat watch it, not because it is expensive or nice, but it's cheap. That's why a lot of people eat it. So when a lot of people play with you, it's not because you are beautiful or whatever, but you are cheap. That is why. Yes, the real reason why a lot of people eat watch it is because it's cheap. Five CDs, two CDs, it's affordable, it's available. We live fish, everything you can get. How much? Five CDs. Yes. 
Then tell to tell the nearest sister, Charlie, the more is it the more boys, the the cheaper, the lower your value. Look into the eyes and speak those words. Before I realize you are watching. I watch it, sister. Sit down. And when you are a brother, the more girls you play with, listen, the more girls you play with and have, the more of a monster you are. The more of a predator you are. You are a predator. You are a hunter. You are a wolf. Yes. You are, you are a danger and a monster. Yes. You cannot keep yourself from eating, you know? <laughs> That's why they'll tell you when you go to the lion park, don't get out of the car. Because these ones, they will eat anything, including those who are bringing money and feeding them. Yes, they will eat and they have no boundaries. They have no boundaries. They are monsters. That's why we look at lions and we all, everybody's looking because this is a monster. It's a predator. Yes. It's a hyena. You know, one day I went somewhere. When we got out of the car in Kenya, they just gave me a little warning. They said, this place, we were here I think within the last year, somebody came for holiday with a child. Ten years, the child was ten years. They were there when a hyena ran out of nowhere and took the child and took the child away. Yes, that's a monster. That's a predator. And some brothers are monsters and predators. No girl is safe near you. No girls. As soon as the person is near you, that's it. He's down for. It's true. No girl is safe in your life. So I don't want watcher and predators in the church. It sounds funny, but I'm talking about real things. I don't know why you are laughing. Now, a prodigal son suffers the loss of many things because of his foolish and rebellious ways. So, You know, I'm teaching you to be good sons and daughters. Don't suffer the loss, the loss of many things. Don't lose 
Don't lose. Don't suffer loss. He suffered loss. He suffered the loss of many things. Are you listening? Yes. Yes. So as you, if you want to waste the opportunities, don't waste them. Don't waste them. Because it will make you lose. And you've lost many things. Now, one good thing about the prodigal son, which to me, keeps the prodigal son in the top rank of sons, eh? is that the prodigal son is well known for the ability to turn around. Yes, turn around. He was the one who turned 180 degrees around. 180 degrees. That is the, I mean, if you want to admire anybody, you can admire the prodigal son for that particular thing. 180 degrees you turn. Yes. He said, I will arise. He didn't just say, and he arose. And he went back on his steps, on his tracks, and did the exact opposite of the bad thing that he was doing before. That is the prodigal son. And everybody should aim because as I'm preaching the prodigal son, how many of you are already worried? How many of you are already worried? Yes, because he's worrying. There's already fear. (laughs) Yes. 180 degrees. Do you know why people don't do 180 degrees? Pride. Pride. You know, to be able to say I was wrong. Recently, I saw a book in my study. This is called, the title was I was wrong. Yeah. The whole title is I was wrong. That's all. Yes. People don't ever, most people don't say I was wrong. This is wrong. This is wrong. This is wrong. I was wrong. I am not just with words, I'm sorry. You see, you can't send an email from the farm. You send an email from the pig farm to your father that I was wrong. Sorry. Or WhatsApp, I was wrong. His life that he turned around. And even in coming back, I'm sure he must have met a lot of people when he was going, waving to everybody. Charlie, I've had enough. Eh? I'm free. We are free from this man. He wanted to go far from his father. Well, I'm, I'm free from this man. But after he came back and met everybody, he told everybody I was wrong. I was wrong. I'm coming back. I'm on my way back. I was wrong. Clap for this boy. Now, why is it that every car has a reverse gear? Have you ever wondered if your car can only go straight? <laughs> it's very difficult, isn't it? When you want to turn, let's say you, you made a mistake here, and how to turn, you sort of have to still go straight and go round and do something and come back and even turn and reverse. Oh, very complex. So God gives us all the ability 
to turn around. That's why that story is there. So that we see that, yes, you can waste your life. Yes, you can go far from your father. Yes, you can suffer loss of many things, but you can return. It is possible. And maybe, yes, when you return, it will not be the same. And it will never be the same. But, you see, this is also why people don't come back. Because they say it will never be the same. But why do you want it to be the same? The prodigal man didn't want it to be the same. He said, make me a servant. It's okay for me. Once I'm around and I'm a servant, I'm cool with that. I don't have to have the same position. These stars who are no more stars, you don't have to want to be the stars where I'm spending 70% of my time with you. But if you have something else, that is even, let make me as a servant. Let me even be a chorister. Uh, I'll be a tenor. I'll be a soprano. I'll arrange the microphone. It's not bad at all. Not bad at all. Yes. Oh, I can be a culinary star. But you want things to be the same. But by virtue of what has happened, it cannot be the same. But it can be something, but not maybe exactly the same. It's true. Are you understanding the preaching? Does the preaching make sense to you? Yes. Why people don't do 180 U-turns is because they feel that the pride, the humiliation of coming back, then number two, is that even if I come back, some small, small boys have taken my place, which is the, the elder son and other whatever small boys who you don't like or who you don't think are even up to your standard eh? have taken your place have taken your favor have taken your closeness have taken the job that you used to do but you see that's the greatness of the prodigal son he said I like to be a servant if you can make me a servant just a servant I don't have to be a son and the father said no way I'm going to give you the clothes of a son. Bring a ring that shows that you are my son. And a robe, put shoes on his feet. Eh? And at least the semblance of a son will be there. And even you'll be a son. But it's only that the things that I have, you've used yours. <laughs> That's all. But you see, it can be sort of almost the same. Are you listening to my preaching? Does my preaching make sense to you? I hope so. Because these are the words of Jesus Christ. Yes. Amen. Number two. Four types of sons. A rebellious and stubborn son. That's the second son. Now, Deuteronomy 21 and verse number 18. If a man have a stubborn and rebellious son, which will not obey the voice of his father or the voice of his mother, that when they have chastened him, will not hearken unto them, then shall his father and mother lay hold on him and bring him out to the elders of the city and to the gate of his place. And they shall say unto the elders of his city, 
This our son is stubborn and rebellious. He will not obey our voice. He's a glutton and a drunkard. And all the men of the city shall stone him with stones that he die. So shall thou put evil from among you and all Israel shall fear. Number one, a stubborn and rebellious son are resistant to instructions. So from today, you don't have to be resistant to instructions. That is like, it's difficult to instruct you. You know, when something is resistant, it's difficult to go on that road. Anything we are going to tell you will become a long meeting and several meetings. Mike Maddox said, anyone you have to give instructions to twice should not be your employee. I'm sure there will be no employees left. (laughs) How many have had instructions more than once before? Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Please, let us be honest. That is stubborn and rebellious. The same thing. Put off the light. Do this. Don't do this. Hmm. Number two. Are you, are you writing the notes? This is from the book, Those Who Are Dangerous Sons, chapter on four types of sons. Now, stubborn and rebellious sons are opposed to instructions. Actually opposed. Wow. Number three, stubborn and rebellious sons dislike the person of their father they actually dislike the, the they dislike him yes they dislike him you must like your father you must like your father whether it's your biological father your spiritual father, anything. And anything your father does that makes you not like him, okay, try to overcome that thing because it is a seed to turn you against him. So try to overcome what it is that he he is that you don't like. Try to overcome it. So that's the devil, that's the curse that's trying to enter. Number four, stubborn and rebellious sons dislike the methods of their father. The methods. Number five, stubborn and rebellious sons want to have a different profession from their father. Anything your father is, that is what you don't want. If he's in MPP, you want NDC. If it's in NDC, you want MPP. (laughs) Stubborn and rebellious sons want a different lifestyle. They want to act, dress differently from their father. And stubborn and rebellious sons are angry and react when they are corrected. They're angry and they react. If you like, correct a rebellious person. You may even regret what the person will do or say. 
Now, are you there? The Bible says that if there is a stubborn child and rebellious, that is grossly against, when you say there are rebel forces coming from the north, God forbid, or rebels are coming from what, it's like they are against everything. That's what it means to be a rebel. Rebellious. They are against everything. So I'm giving you some of the things they are against. They, don't, they are against the person. They are against his methods. His ways. His words. What he's doing. His style. His commands. His instructions. His life. So if your father happens to be a good person. Because you may not depend on the type of father you get. If you have a father who is into a lot of evil things. Your rebellion will serve you well because you'll be against all his bad things. He doesn't go to church, so you go to church. Isn't it? He, 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 he has occult practice. You do the opposite. You, you, you do the other. He doesn't pray in tongues. You pray in tongues. Everything you, you, you go against, that, then that serves you well. But when there are good things, they're very dangerous. Very, very dangerous. And there's always good things. Yes, always. Oh, there's nothing good about my father. There's nothing good about your father. Even Jesus gave a good example of a thief. He said, I'll come like a thief. You know, he's look at thieves. I said, I like the way the thief comes. I'll come like a thief in the night. Yeah. And he took a thief to heaven too. So there's always something good. But maybe you haven't seen it. Yeah. Now, the Bible says if a, a family has such a person, they should take him outside and stone him and that they will put evil out of the family. So, it means it's a very bad thing to be stubborn and rebellious. How many have been told before that you are stubborn? Raise your hand, please. I need hands. I need hands. Yes. It's a bad spirit. From today, it's going out of you. Now, do you know who are some of the most stubborn people? Shall I tell you a secret? How many want to know those who are stubborn? Maybe I should write a book, Those Who Are Stubborn. Shall I tell you? The most stubborn, a lot of people who are really stubborn, but you never know that they are stubborn. You never know. Phlegmatics. Man. Do you know why? Phlegmatics are the nicest people to meet. They are the easiest people to flow with. Phlegmatics, oh, you like them just now. Cholerics usually fall in love with phlegmatics. But they don't know. They don't know. Hmm. Yes. They don't know. Now, let me explain to you why phlegmatics are stubborn. These four temperaments are named after fluids in the body. Choleric is named after which fluid? Bile. You know bile, when you kill a chicken, there's a little greenish. Have you poured it out before? 
Is it, is it, is it, it, it flows. It's like a liquid, isn't it? Then sanguine is named after blood. Blood is sanguine. Sanguine or sanguine is, is blood. Yes. Blood. You see, blood flows. And then melancholic is named after what? Huh? Bile is a melancholic. And choleric is what? Choler is also one of them. And phlegmatic is named after phlegm. Which when you, when you, and you, you spit it into the sink, it will not go. It will be the same. Yeah. And you can do whatever, but it will still be there. It's like, I'm not going. So, stubborn. So, many people present as beautiful phlegmatics. But I tell you, be surprised at the level of stubbornness in changing. You can talk in uh, changing. You get it? So, if you have that stubbornness combined with cholerism, they've got a wild combination so brothers and sisters never be a stubborn and rebellious child as soon as you sense some slowness in obedience just correct yourself and say no no fast in obedience and everything else I will wait faster in obedience faster in obedience just tell yourself, I'm too slow in obeying. Let me be fast in obeying this one. And then you will be delivered from being a rebellious son. Amen. Number three, an elder son. An elder son. Characteristic of an elder son. The elder son was in the field. Now the elder son stays at home with his father. An elder son never commits any major sins. An elder son never strays off the path. An elder son does not live his life in the life of pleasure. But an elder son can develop a self-righteous and judgmental attitude towards people who stray away. So, there are also elder sons. They don't ever go far from the path. Yeah. I once met a brother, he said to me, he was a pastor, he said, I never did anything against my father. Never. If my father says this, I just do. I've never strayed away. I'm just doing what my daddy, father says I should do. My whole life. And there are people like that. They are just obedient children. They just never go astray. They can have a brother or a sister who is the opposite, but they Straight and narrow. Father says this, I do. Never a day of deviation. Now, such people can have the sin of over-righteousness and judging people. Yes. It's like people who pray a lot. People who pray a lot, they can be very proud. One of the places you find pride is prayerful people. But when a person finishes praying, he looks at the time and says, I've been here for nine hours. Then he looks around and says, you, you have not prayed. I know, you are just like, you have not prayed. Look at all these people, they don't pray. 
the tongues come out as you are breathing. It's like your breathing has become tongues. Are you listening? So, in the same way, elder sons, you've never done this before, you've never done this before, never done this before, never done this before. That's how they, they can become. Very some way. Yeah. And I tell you, you will not like to be near judgmental people. You know? Yeah. You know, Jesus, Jesus is always stretching out his hands. So. Jesus loves everybody. Jesus likes bad people. You, you rarely hear him condemning anybody. Who did you hear Jesus condemning? John 3, 17, Jesus himself said, God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world. He didn't come to condemn, but that the world through him might be saved. John three seventeen. Yes. He doesn't condemn people. The woman of Samaria, huh? The one with five husbands. Watch it. He said, he said, Charlie, play on, play on. The one who was caught in the act. Play on. He told her, he told her, you, those who want to kill her, you know yourself, you haven't done anything. I'm sure he saw all of them. Come and start stoning. Everybody left. And he told the woman, look, don't do it again. Go home. Peter, who was going to deny him, he told him, when you are converted, strengthen the brethren. Because you are lost. That's why you are talking a lot. By the time you hear, cuckoo, cuckoo, 3.30. You know the cuckoo, cuckoo comes at 3.30. There's another one coming. It's 5.20. You have to know the time. Everybody comes. Three, by 3.30 in the morning, you have, you have betrayed me. It was only Judas that he said, it would have been better that you were not. But even Judas, he didn't sack him. He allowed Judas to come for even the last supper. Judas was at the last supper. A very private time. Everybody was leaning on Jesus. This one was leaning on him. They were exchanging. When they finished, open your mouth. Ah. Ah. <laughs> That's how Jesus was with his disciples. Judas was there. In fact, he said, the one whom I give the soap to. The one I give. How many have had, you know, tea or Milo, you put the bread in and you say, that's the soap. That's the soap. So don't feel shy about doing it. Some of you feel shy that you are doing it. Jesus was doing it. I don't see why you wouldn't want to do what Jesus was doing. You should like what Jesus likes. Start doing it from today, please. All his disciples deserted him. And he allowed Judas. He, even Judas he didn't sack. If you read John around chapter 5, the Bible says he knew those who would betray him. 
long before they betrayed him. But he said it would have been better that he was not born. And Judas was not prepared to discuss anything. So I go to hell. I don't want to meet anybody. May you never be a Judas. Amen. Amen. So, how many types of sons do you have now? Three. And the last one, beloved son. How many are going to be a beloved son? Beloved daughter as well. Matthew 3.13. And when he was baptized, he went straight up to the mountains. Out of the water, the heavens were opened. He saw the spirit of God descending on him. And he said, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. This is what? My beloved son. Then another time he took them up to the mountains. Okay. And uh, in Matthew 17, verse 1 to 5. And while he yet spake, a bright cloud overshadowed them. And behold, a voice out of the cloud which said, This is my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. All right? Now, what is a beloved son? Number one, a beloved son is someone who submits to authority. Jesus was called a beloved son at the very beginning of his ministry when he accepted the humble conditions of the call. He had not even obeyed the call. He just humbly flowed with being on earth. Came to John the Baptist, went into the water, joined the queue, joined the group, and just went down. No, that was that. No preaching. Preaching doesn't make you beloved. No healings. No power. Nothing. Just flowing. Flowing. He joined the group. Joined the crowd. Flowed with everything that was happening. Baptism. How many were baptized? Then he said, I want it. Bend down. He bent down. Everything. He was flowing. Uh, He didn't extract himself. Whatever humble position or humble calling God gives to you. Flow with it. That's how you start to become a beloved child. Yes. That's how to become a beloved. I didn't write the Bible. Did you, did you see me writing the Bible? Have you seen me writing the Bible before? So don't look at me like that. I say, I didn't write the Bible. The Bible is written. We are all here. Why did he call him? This is my beloved son. Matthew chapter 3. It is not in Matthew chapter 4 that he goes for temptation. It's after chapter 4 temptation that he starts to preach. He hasn't gone anywhere. He's just been born in chapter 1 and 2. Then chapter 3, he has this baptism. Then he's called the beloved son. This is my beloved son. He hasn't done anything but flowing humbly with whatever there is, whatever God says. This stupid man with the, not stupid, but with panties, preaching, eating locusts, he's calling for people. Flow. And if you ever go to the Jordan River, you will understand why you, you will not want to be baptized in it. Yeah. I, I went to the Jordan River, where, around where John the Baptist was baptizing. You know? They were asked whether I want to be baptized. I said, me, I don't want to be baptized. I've been baptized already. I said, no. It is a very muddy, small river. You wouldn't want to be baptized. And very cold or very hot or whatever. I mean, there's another part you can even be baptized. But this, ah, ah, ah. 
But Jesus joined it fully. But if you come out of it, you'll be full of mud. Yeah. Our people want to be baptized. And Jesus said, How many want to be baptized? I want it. He flowed with it and went into it. So flow. Oh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, young, I'm a young man. I'm, I flow. No, it doesn't mean you flow. Young people can be very proud too. Yes. Huh? Opportunities. So flow with it. And God is going to bless you mightily. You know, God called me to be a pastor years ago. My father was not happy. One of the reasons he was happy, he said that my son will not live off collection. Collection. That's how they call offerings. But if God has called me to live off offerings, it's not that I haven't been to school, but that's what he has chosen for me. I flow with it. And I learned that one time I was on a flight with a man of God, and he flowed with offerings in a way, and God told me, learn learn from this. Humble yourself, Mr. Doctor. You feel too big because you are a doctor. You feel too big. Humble yourself. This is how to flow. Learn. Yeah. Are you there? Beautiful. Hmm. All right. And then a beloved son is someone who submits to authority. Amen. He submits to authority. So whatever authority is above you, submit to it. Submit to it. This is my beloved son. And I know God is going to bless you. Now, blessings and curses, all right, are things that happen and it is important that you understand why. Mark eleven twenty three. As we come to the end, I want you to see something. Why are curses so powerful? Blessings and curses that are coming from fathers being sons and fathers. Because Jesus said in Mark 11. Actually, I I began to like the Matthew 1. Let's look at Matthew 22. Is it 22? Yeah, Matthew 21 and verse 19. Now, verse 18. Now, in the morning, as he returned, into the city, he hungered. And when he saw a fig tree in the way, he came to it and found nothing thereon, but leaves only. And he said unto it, 
let no fruit grow on thee henceforth forward forever huh? let what let so the word is let huh? let no fruit grow on thee henceforward forever wow and presently the fig tree withered away because the implication of that word that nobody no fruit should come from you again means that you must wither now when the disciples saw it they marveled saying how soon is the fig tree withered away in other words it happened quickly Now Jesus answered and said unto them, Verily I say unto you, If you have faith, if you have faith and doubt not, you shall not only do this. So in other words, what what, what I did, which is I speak to a tree, some words, and then the fig tree's life changes. Do you see You not only do this which is done to the fig tree, but also you shall say to this mountain, so not only a tree, but a mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and it shall be done. And all things whatsoever you shall ask in prayer, believing, you shall receive. Amen. Now, You can have what you say. Amen. And faith works by saying words which come to pass. Hallelujah. Hebrews 11 verse 3. It says, by faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So that the things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Amen. Things which are seen are not made of things which do appear. So it means you can make things. You can make things with words. Do you see? Hello? Hello? Are you going falling asleep? You can make things by speaking. You can create them. So somebody can create confusion for you by speaking over you. Somebody can create barrenness in your life by saying something to you. Yeah. Deuteronomy 28. Verse 22. Have you found it? Hmm? Have you found it? You don't like it? 
Now, this is Moses creating things. Are you there? He's creating diseases and conditions. Yes. This is verse 22. But Moses was speaking, I think in verse 15 or so, he was saying that if you will not hearken, check 15, it shall come to pass, if you will not hearken to the voice, you know, obey to do this. Because he was going to, he had no other power. This is what's going to happen. So, you see, you have to be careful the different commandments of God. Amen. No, I'm explaining to you why things are the way they are. Look at it. Verse 22. And it says, The Lord shall smite thee with a consumption. Consumption is a condition of emaciation. Yes. Wasting. And the diseases that you, that are like that are HIV and TB, tuberculosis, and cancer. And it becomes small. And they are all some way disease. Tuberculosis is the only bacteria that doesn't go with antibiotics. You know, you see, um, one of the verses, I think, uh, if you look further down, the guy on the screen, he talks about, uh, he says, whereof thou canst not be healed. He says, mighty with this, whereof thou canst not be healed. There's a, there's a lot of that. Yeah, that's it. Verse 27. Whereof thou canst not be healed. Yes. Let's go back to 22. 22. And he says, consumption and with a fever. In a fever, you have every disease. Fever brings from every disease. Malaria to whatever. Fever, flu to whatever. They are all cases. And with an inflammation. Inflammation is every disease with itis, appendicitis, colitis, conjunctivitis, arthritis. Gastritis, hepatitis, that's inflammation. Cellulitis, cholecystitis, that's gallstones. <laughs> Otitis media, yes. <laughs> yes, rhinitis, yes. Hepatitis is inflammation of the liver. Arthritis is inflammation of the knees. Conjunctivitis is inflammation of the eyes. Gingivitis is inflammation of the, of the tongue, of the gum. And the tongue, glossitis, inflammation of the tongue. And the Lord shall smite thee with an inflammation and with an extreme burning. It's like burning sensations and and a lot of these things have, a lot of them have no resolution. And with the sword, that is death by violence. Or violent attacks. And with blasting. Blasting is, in the English word is blight. A blight. Which means like a wasting or dilapidation and deterioration. 
And it also speaks of blight of plants. Dilapidation. So all the dilapidated buildings we see. It tells you something. A blight. If you look around, you see blasting. <laughs> and then with mildew. Mildew is an amazing one. That mildew speaks of pallor, being pale, anemia. Anemia, leukemia. I mean, um, chronic myeloid, leukemia, acute Myeloid leukemia, acute lympho, lympho, uh, lymphoblastic leukemia, different types, myeloid diseases of the blood, yeah, mildew, and they shall pursue thee until thou perish. Yeah, so he's creating diseases and he's speaking conditions. And you see, sometimes you look and you even look at somebody and you wonder. One day I met a man, actually even a, a Jew. And he was describing a disease that he had and what they did to him. When, when, he, was, when he was speaking, he, he had to say, excuse me. Yes. He had to say, excuse me. As he described what, hap- what happened to him. He said, as you see me sitting here. Hmm. So, you see, I am saying this to say that you have to be careful. Look at verse 47. What is in verse 47? Because thou servest not the Lord thy God with joyfulness for the abundance of all things. Yes. Look at verse 43. Mm-hmm. Now, the stranger that is within thee shall get up above thee very high. You see, and thou shalt come down very low. You see, coming down very low in life is also a curse. Low, 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 low. All these are curses. Coming down low. How many can see that sometimes it's like you are, you are going down? Yes. Yes. Thou shalt come down very low. Low. All these are curses. So I'm saying that the reason why when a person speaks a curse is powerful is because that's the same way that the Saturn and Jupiter were created with such words. So things are created and conditions are created for people. So be careful. Be careful with parents. Be careful with fathers. Be careful with authority figures. Be careful with anything that brings curses from the Bible. Just learn it. Because you see, we can be saying blessing, blessing, blessing. Within three days, you invoke a thousand curses over your life. Things that have already been spoken. What is the point? What is the point? What is the point? What's the point of all these blessings we are speaking? When curses are running high, like high fever. That's why when you have a chance to give an offering, give an offering. Eh? When it's time to give a tithe, pay your tithe because it brings blessings. When there's a chance to do something that is a blessing, a kindness, to show, when we have to show prisoners, kindness, just I was in prison, come to me, blessed of my father. Anything that has a blessing in it, try to do it. Try to be involved in it because anything we can do that brings a blessing. He says, because that wouldn't serve the Lord thy God, verse 47, with joy and gladness for the abundance of all things. All these things will be upon you. Yes. So, brothers and sisters, let us be the right type of son. Let, you know, I don't want us to pretend. 
You know, there are people you go to church, they always prophesy, this year, this, this year, this and that. You know, it's going to be, no, I want you to see. Because I can see it and I can feel it. I can feel the thing. It says, and thou shalt come down very low. You, you, you just see it. Thou shalt come down very low. The Lord will smite you with this, with this, with this, with this, with this. What is this? You can be just be mentioning things. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Charlie, we are, whatever. But these things are also real. They are in the Bible. Why is it in the Bible? Why is it in the Bible? Why is it in the Bible? Why are these things written in the Bible? It's because God is trying to show you how things originate. Why is it there? He's trying to show you so that you escape from it. As a young person, before you can activate so many curses on yourself. Some of you think, oh, the only, what, what will bring a curse if I sleep with my sister or I sleep with a, a relative or you sleep with your mother or like some heinous crime that is like a far-fetched. Do you understand? That's what's going to bring a curse. And when the curse comes, I, I would, uh, you would die suddenly. No, no, don't think of that. Look at all these things. You don't die suddenly. And if you go to prison, you see people there who wish to die. That's why they protect them from killing themselves. Because death will often be better. So, you know, when I used to work at the hospital, especially the medical ward and sometimes the surgical ward, I used to be afraid. When I go to the hospital, I come back, I become afraid. I realized that I was afraid of the diseases I was seeing. And the things that were done to people, I was afraid. Yeah, I'm sure some doctors may tell me. One sister told me, you know, she was, she was working at the blood bank, blood place. You see young people coming with leukemia. I do know it's leukemia, cancer of the blood. Young, young people, different people. Say, hey. And she, I read, she said she was becoming afraid. I said, leave, leave now. She left immediately. I said, don't work there. You become afraid. I see people dying, different things. Operations, when, when they're doing operations, you wonder if it's a human being left. What is left of the person? When you see the scissors and other things, about 40 pairs of scissors that have been tied to the person, the person is there. They have taken the intestine and put it to the side. It's like a, a goat. And after you'll be... <sighs> All liars here, liars. Eh? I tell you, it's the beginning of Satan's presence in your life. And demons are the implementers of curses. This thing has to be implemented, implemented by the devil. It has to be. Only a demon can do this. I'll smite you with an extreme burning. What is that? You are saved from these curses in Jesus' name. So, brothers and sisters, let us rid ourselves of curse-inducing wickedness in our lives. I hope you are listening to me. How many grew up telling lies? Raise your hand. It's almost like it's normal. So when, when we are preaching, how many have told a lie before? <laughs> it's not funny. One day I saw a church building and a man had brought a lot of money to donate to the church. And the church was being built. One man had 
really brought a lot of money. Later on, the curse that enveloped the man, eh, the man who gave the money, the man who gave the money, the curse that enveloped the man, you can't even believe it. You see, because it's not just, oh, let me give money and... Yes. Or someone said, oh, I hear that, uh, what do you call it? Uh, They they said the prophet has spoken. Let's go and give some money to an orphanage. You heard that story, didn't you? Let's go and give some money to an orphanage. So that it's not like that. Every snake, every serpent, every form of evil in your life this year, this year, this year, it's something personally that you have to decide. Something personal. Is coming out of you as a young person. No more can that wickedness be found in you in the name of Jesus. I see snakes coming out of you in the name of Jesus. Did I tell you the story last week of a man who had swallowed a snake. And he wanted somebody to help him to pull the snake out. (laughs) Today, the power of God is pulling out the snakes from your life. In the name of Jesus Christ. Any snake you have inherited. I said any snake you have inherited. You are losing that inheritance today in the name of Jesus. You cannot use juju power. And say that you are prospering. With wickedness. It will not, it will not work well. It will not work well. It will not work well. You will think you are doing something in the church. And when I saw the trouble that engulfed that guy, I always remember when I see the church that he was building, which has never been finished up to today, I look and I always remember, I say, this thing, you can't just get away with things. Just given. God will not see so today marks a turnaround from a rebellious son, from a wicked son, to a good son, a beloved son. You are turning away from evil and you are coming to Jesus in the mighty name of Jesus. Your father will be pleased with you from today. Yes. yes. You will become a favorite child. You see that song? You see that song, favorite child? Every, every line, go home and sing that song, find it, play it. I want to be your favorite child. You'll be that favorite child. I want to sit quietly by your side. I want to be your child. I want to be your favorite child. God is going to give you that grace to happen practically in your life. In Jesus' name, stand to your feet. Lift your hands and pray. Just pray. Pray, pray for a moment. Pray to the Lord. Kama satwala shame desa mandali bara. Menda sandala madele moshintu kelebara malo lebele. 
Mentala bakalose talamanda libole shemanda la balibere. Pelera manda libashanda la manda libole bere belebere. Para manda limora mana shando la taza manda liba. Pela rama mala shando la makabala bala balaba. Pala ramanda lama sambole na rambandele baba. Everybody pray, pray in a moment. Pray to the Lord. Thank you, Father, for this time. Pasa telerora bolerema sharamana telebere. La remanda la mandele baremanda le baram barilole malanaria belelebere. Belia fela mala balidobele belelebere. Belika pala sambro do nomo coste fandalalia. Aye mandala 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 bobo. Ribababa Ridavia ko shetelibo mambere nekestolama lebo sandele mekia solama ikaluba maliende mendele fisto mala lemanasike ilaro mosto falimerengendo falingle menjolamino dovele miga paranino montelemio redemivalo mosonde legresto menjeliemo paranigues tembele lima tamune gese ketalomo Parabigavo, Ereno Coste, Fandia, Lemoradigo, Shetamboro, Cosandere Bema, Lemasete Bova, Vicatulama Vidala Mocose, Redemiatoma, Bangalo, Mosorenige, Bajali, Medaluma, Mante Cavino, Lese Vivali, Catamuno, Merentenomo, Sambandige, Mentento Companion, Halomes, Mentalimo, Verdeligo, Paranamige, Elia Pala. Rado Soberine, Negla Dambo, Negla Vinde, Negla Valama, Loco Sandele, Monde, Negemblo, Valiama, Reco Valica, Sacabiere, Ketola, Mayanda, Lavando, Ojete, Fileme, Castua, Malavrato, Cosorberia, Aradamia, Fadolo, Cosse, Nessan, Facano, Moje, Melegliso, Revenie, Cotamo, Loco Tamine, Yo vene que se revelia mola. Thank you. Oh yes. Father, thank you for the blessing of today. Yes. Thank you for your word. Your Holy Spirit that is leading us. Bring us to your perfect will. Lift your hands up high. Father, we surrender our lives. Whatever is wrong with our lives, Lord, because of curses that we have invoked and induced on our lives. Jesus, we thank you that we are living behind, living behind, living behind all these evil things. 
We are turning around like the prodigal son who was able to do 180 degrees. And we are turning away from curses and wickedness. Thank you. Thank you. 2020 is a turn around here. 2020 is a year of extracting ourselves from curses and accursed things and accursed places in the name of Jesus 2020 my year of blessing instead of the curse 2020 whatever is like a tooth that has to be pulled out that represents a curse or something negative that has to be pulled out with pain it shall come out and it's coming out in Jesus name thank you father for your power that is upon our lives today in the name of Jesus thank you thank you thank you thank you Thank you. Thank you. Turn around. Turn again our captivity. Turn things around like the prodigal son's fortunes were turned around. Thank you. Thank you for every child. Place your hand on your stomach. Every curse that is working in you is neutralized now by the miracle power of God. For with God, all things are possible. In the name of Jesus. Every incurable disease that fastens itself in your life and unto you is rejected right now from your life, from your body. In the name of Jesus Christ. A new day. I said a new day. A new day. A day of blessings begins in 2020. Blessings instead of the curses. Blessings instead of the curses. Blessings instead of the curses. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Right now, as every head is bowed and every eye closed, if you want to give your life to Jesus Christ, you want to be born again, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to God. If you are here like that, lift up your right hand up high. God bless you. If you've lifted your hand, you want to give your life to Jesus, come to me quickly in front here. Quickly, quickly, quickly. God bless you. I want to give my life to Jesus. Oh
what you've done today. I want everybody in front here to lift your hand. Say with me. Say, Jesus, forgive me for my sins. Have mercy on me. I give my life to you. I give my heart to you. Please wash away my sins. Make me a new person. Thank you, Father. Please write my name in the book of life. I love you, Jesus, forevermore. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God bless you. I'm going to give you one of my books. And as soon as church service is over, I want all of you, hello, all of you, when we close, come to the corner over there with this book. Okay. God bless you. You may be seated. It's time for Holy Communion. Now, the Bible says the cup of blessing which we bless. The cup of blessing. The cup of blessing. Is it not the cup? Is it not the communion? So this is a blessing that we are going to take and it's going to neutralize anything that is working against you. And I think it is God's power that has happened to us. That is why we are having communion every week now. Because in our church, we never used to have this communion. We used to have communion sometimes three times in a year or once. Once a year. But you see, God wanted to bless us. So we have communion to receive a cup of blessing. A cup full of blessing. A cup full of blessing. In the Old Testament, when a woman is caught in adultery or she's she's suspected, they will give her a cup to drink. And if she drinks it and her stomach swells, then she'll be considered as guilty. So that cup that they drank was seen as the curse. That the curse will work if the sin is there. So the cup we are about to drink, it is a cup of blessing, not of a curse. Hallelujah. So as it goes into you, a blessing is going into you. And it's a very, very, very great thing. That's why I don't have golden cups as a priest when I'm doing communion. Do you know why? So that it's easy. You don't need golden cup. When I have golden cup, I have to do so many rituals. Before I realize it will come on once a year. But all these make it possible for us to be receiving more. Derek Prince said he has communion every day. Wow. So today we are going to drink a blessing. So not knowing that blessings can be drunk. Stand to your feet and let's take the bread. Blessings can be eaten and drunk. Throughout 2020, the blessing of God on your life 
will be evident. Father, thank you for the power in this bread as we eat it. It is now the body of Jesus Christ. Heal us of our curses and whatever we have invoked upon ourselves. Thank you. In Jesus' name. The body of Jesus Christ. As you drink this cup, you are receiving a full blessing from the Lord, the blood of Jesus Christ. you to lift your hands and begin to pray throughout 2020 you shall not bury anyone in your family begin to pray right now kando shata masato makabara dala Mentana <laughs> everybody Pray 
Chica Paya, Moko Tele, Pisa Fratisme, Mendia Vlito, Mendia Blanquesana Maya, Mendia Clamala Kota Mayana, Mendia Clamala Mayandere, Mendia Timana Tanumo, Mendia Timenanga, Palacia Tata, Kota Teya, Kota Teya, Idalaba Sota, Rene Medios, Rene Medica Balato Maladi Mengano, Ibalada Musebe Televide Nakabaya Managula, Chikega Goba, Mendia Lumasa. Fulfilled his days. For the child shall die hundred years. Yes. But the sinner being a hundred years old shall be accursed. This is a blessing that God is saying that when you are a hundred cry, you are cursed. It's like you didn't grow old. No more will there be any infant or old man Jesus. in our midst who has yes. not fulfilled his or her days. Yes. In 2020, yes. there will be no occasion for weeping and mourning and in the name crying of Jesus. and sorrowing in your life. Lift your hand and begin to declare Keep 
not plant and another will eat it for as the days of a tree are the days of my people and my elect shall long enjoy the work of their hands my elect shall long enjoy the work of their hands let us lift our hands and ask God that this scripture will practically come to pass. Yes. My election long oh. enjoy Mina the work of the hands. Begin to pray. Long enjoy. Yeah, 
Lift your hand. This Jesus. is your year of building houses. Thank you for making everyone under the sound of my voice a builder of houses. Benefit from the work you are doing. Yes. This year. My God. This year. This year. This year. This year. You will benefit. My God. Somehow. You will benefit from the work. Lift your hand and lift your hand into the benefits. So by the power of God. I raise my hand. The benefits. For the death he has sopama, Aya Robosha, he a Roboshe, he a Rabampaga, Andere Mekondaba, he a Tanamamia, Manapine Menedona, Masam Pacaneme, Mentecas Menega, Antona Pacale, he a Roboshe, he a Capalaria, Rote Feli, Mongobo, Serafina Menecale, Serafina Menecalo, Serafina Menecami, Serafina Menecamuna, Serafina Menecamane. Ombengalima, oh Rabesh Kaleme, Shkaleme, Rebere Meni, Ramaya Pandana Maya, Ramaya, 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 Rama
something then it brings you a lot of trouble mm. sometimes you can work and you get nothing and sometimes you can work for nothing or that the work you've done is bringing a lot of trouble that is more than the benefit of the work lift your hand whatever yes. represents trouble whatever come in your way come in my way through your work through oh. your life oh. whatever it is we oh. block in Jesus name hey. we declare an escape divine escape divine from escape. all types of trouble Makala Mashandora any work that is bringing you imprisonment hey. trouble in Jesus name we bind Right Oh yes. Hey. And it shall come to pass before yes. they call. Yes. I will answer. Yes. While they are yet speaking. Everybody take out a piece of paper. Write down a special request today. Oh. Don't write your name. Take out a piece of paper. We are going to pray over a special request for 2020. If you are watching by television, 
Facebook, Live, YouTube, whatever. Take your piece of paper. Don't write your name, please. Just write the date and just find something. We are going to put a special reserve. Before they call, I will answer. And while they are yet speaking, I will hear. I want you to ask a certain prayer of a deep cry in your heart. A deep cry in your heart. Take it out. And I want a bucket, my dear. I'm going to pray over these prayers. Everyone write it. Before they call, we are invoking Isaiah 65 verse 24. Before they call, I will answer. Just borrow it. The smallest piece of paper. Don't write your name, please. Just write your request. And to today's date, and Isaiah 65, 24. Before they call, I will answer. Hallelujah. I will answer. While they are yet speaking, I will hear. Father, thank you in the name of Jesus Christ. Can I have some buckets here? Just for the prayer, you are bringing it. Okay. Whatever is your prayer request, 2020, while you are speaking, 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 Oh God, the answering of our prayers. We come before you without all our issues, Lord. All our situations, all our heart cries. Madasakata balabariba. We cry to you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Answer our prayer, Lord. What we cannot say to people. What is our deep, deep heart cry? Is our request, Lord, for 2020, Lord, as we progress into this year. My Lord and my God, find a way to answer us. With God, all things are possible. With God, all things are possible. Lord, with man it's not possible, but with God it's possible. Turn around our captivity, Lord. Turn around every darkness and turn it into light. Turn around the curse and turn it into a blessing. Make a blessing appear, Lord. A blessing appear. Turn our mourning into dancing. Give us joy for mourning, Lord. Turn our mourning into dancing. We call upon you, Father, which are in heaven. We pray, pray. Everybody be praying, be praying. Matama Kadelana, Felara Mandele Makabalade, Ramada, Isaiah 65, verse 24. Before they call, I will answer. While they are yet speaking, I feel God is answering as we are speaking. Begin to pray in the spirit, I tell you, my friend. God is answering this prophetic time. He's answering, he's answering. You are speaking and he's answering. 
as we are praying now, the answer is descending from above, from above, it will not leave you, forsake you, Everybody pray, pray in the spirit. God is strengthening you now. God is strengthening you. Oh God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. John chapter 16, verse 23. I want to show you something that is very important to God. Something that is very important. Everybody, come and put your prayer topics on the, on the steps. Anywhere on the step. The front step, not the side. The front. Just drop it there. I hope you didn't write your name. I don't want anybody to know your secrets. John 16 verse 23. And it says, Hitherto you have asked me nothing. Ask in my name and you shall receive that your joy may be full. Amen. That your joy may be full. You know, one of the things that's very important to God is that your joy you should be happy. Amen. Just happiness is very important to God. Joy, joy, joy. It's a, it's a Bible word, joy, but our normal word is happiness. Your joy may be full. Your joy may be full. Your joy may be full. Makata sano tapala mandari da bala. Remendele berebo karamanandele vedele. Come and put your prayer requests right on the altar between the porch and the altar. Ayaba, 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 Aya
Everybody standing, pray, 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 pray. Everyone pray, everyone pray, everyone pray, everyone pray. Bring your request, bring your request, bring your request, bring your request. Start, start Everybody pray, everybody pray, everybody pray, pray. Before you call, I will answer. While you are yet speaking, I will hear. While you are yet speaking, I will hear. Speak. That means you must speak. Speak to God. Speak to God. Speak to God. While you are speaking, I will hear. Here, Dwente, 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 here
I hope you wrote the right prayer request. Yes. Because these prayers are going to be answered. Amen. Lift your hands. My God. Oh. Father, we present our prayers. We present our prayers. My God. Father, we present our prayers. We come to you, Father. Before we ask, Lord, you said you would hear it. Answer our prayers, O Lord. Answer our prayers, Lord. We are your children, Lord. We come in the name of Jesus, Father. We come in the name of Jesus. We come in the name of Jesus. We come in the name of Jesus. Have mercy on us, O Lord. Hear our cry, Lord. Our deepest prayers, Lord. Our heart is crying to you, Father. Oh God, whilst we are speaking, answer every prayer written down that we've written on these pieces of paper. We present it to you, O Lord. 
present it to you, O Lord. We present it to you, O Father. Receive our prayers, our requests, O God. Change our lives in 2020. Turn things around in 2020. Answer our prayers in 2020. In 2020, Lord. Before we call, before we open our mouths, O God. Turn things around, O God. Have mercy on us, O Lord. Hear our cry, O Lord. We pray, we pray, we pray. Makamalo bashimala mamandala baba. Malika bara mola baba shandala baba. Makamalo ndala basamela mandala baba. Maloma mashamba. Thank you. Yes. Father, we thank you. Oh. As we present, Lord, our prayers to you, Jesus. Stretch out your hands. Jesus. 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 Jesus, 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 Matthew 18, 19. Jesus. If two of you shall agree. Jesus. Concerning anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them. Yes. Look, at, look at it. It shall be done for them. Oh, Valagina. It shall be done for them. Oh, Hold your neighbor's hand and lift her. Do you agree that? Do you agree that whatever we have requested. Yes. We agree. We agree. On it. On it. On earth. Concerning. Whatever we are asking. This is our heart. Our heart cry. Yes. Father, we yes. stand and hold hands and agree. Concerning these prayers. That we ask today. That we ask today. Grant us. My God. The fulfillment of Matthew My 18 God. verse 9. That it shall be done for them. It shall be done for them. Of my father which my is father. in heaven. I stand on behalf of the church. Yes, Lord. Lord. Of all the children, Lord. Hey. And I say, Lord, answer our prayer, Lord. Yes, Lord. Remember me, Lord. I pray hey. and I ask in Jesus' name. Show mercy, Lord. And answer the cry of all your children today. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Hey for this blessing. In Jesus' name, it shall be done for us. We believe it and we receive it. We believe it. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. And everyone shouted, Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to put this Jesus at the foot of the cross. Yes, Lord. And I'm going to leave it here. For one month. Hallelujah. I'm leaving it here. Hey. For one month. Nobody Thank should you, Lord. Come here. God has seen. 
Yes. Our prayers. Yes. Whatever you prayed for, you see it Hallelujah. happening practically. All these prayers will be answered this year. Yes. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hey. In the name of Jesus. Hey. Father, thank you. Thank you, Lord. For answering our prayers. Yes. Thank you for listening. Thank you. To our little, little requests. Many of them are not even important. But you are so kind and so great that even the smallest request and even the most difficult request you have heard thank you for answered prayer today in Jesus name and everyone said amen and amen give the Lord the loudest shout of hallelujah and you may be seated in the presence of the Lord God bless you for listening to this message. Visit daghewardmills.org today for more messages, videos, information on upcoming events, and so much more. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.